Welcome back to Straight to DVD. We have a very special episode today, Raph, don't you think? I'm, I'm excited for it. We yes. have our team in here. We are accompanied by other human beings. Yeah. For the first time. In a while. In a long time. Yeah. People usually don't like hanging out with us. Let's do a quick introduction. We got Seanathan Ryan. Sean for short. There you go. <laughs> Sean, what do you do here on the podcast? Uh, variety of things. Try and, try and help you guys out with the, some social media stuff. Uh, future web development. Website coming soon. Yes, it is. Website so coming soon. Plug, get that plug in there. Um, but yeah, just kind of help you guys as needed. Excellent. We got Dorothy Atkins Diet over here. You got that right. Dorothy, what do you do on the podcast? I listen to it. That's great. <laughs> and we got You're Taylor. You're not a consultant? Yes, our consultant. And a special expert consultant. Nice. What do you consult us on? Well, I am a woman. That's, that's important. <laughs> that's so that needed helps. Here. Yes. Yeah, needed. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of testosterone on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we could use some of that. Finally, a woman with a seat at the table. Speaking of women, where the important decisions are being made. Our final guest is Taylor Ann Huff. Taylor, what do you do on the podcast? Nothing as of late. That's fantastic to hear. <laughs> you guys are all super helpful. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Taylor, what did you do for the, our podcast in the past? I did the podcast art. That's right. Taylor did our That's lovely good, uh, teal podcast art that you probably uh, haven't seen on our social media page. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about Martin Scorsese's most recent film, The Irish Guy. Martin Scorsese's and somebody else's film. That's true. We'll get to that, Sean. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, let's actually, let's start there. You bring that up. Let's hear it. What? What you just said. Somebody else's film. Your film. Oh, you're talking uh, about me. I thought there was some like behind-the-scenes thing where he ripped off some other filmmaker and like stole the idea from him. Was that a thing? Like a Chinese I, I, I didn't think there was. Uh. <laughs> the Departed. It's based on that Chinese movie. What's it called? Internal Affairs. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's his gangster epic. It just came out on Netflix last week. And it's a long movie. It's very long. Yeah, it's three and a half hours long. Very long. Yeah, it's about two hours too long, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, he uh, cast a bunch of corpses in it who were long past their expiration date. Yeah, but then he made them young again. That's true. Via the magic of modern movie filmmaking... And uh, clearly our guests are completely riveted as one is watching a Syracuse game, another's on their phone playing uh, billiards. I'm, I'm ingesting all this. It's audio. It's audio intake. That's true. Yes, that's true. Um, let's go down the line. I guess we'll start with you, Sean, since we introduced you first. Uh, what are your thoughts on the movie? What did you think about The Irishman by Martin Scorsese? I, I liked it a lot. Yeah? Um, I thought it was a little overhyped. You know, a lot of the press for like the month lead up to its release was about it being his masterpiece. I think Wolf of Wall Street was a better movie, and I don't think that movie's even a masterpiece. Yeah, I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, but I agree with you, yeah. Um, really? Wow, that's shocking. Yeah. It's very good. But, um, yeah, I thought it was, like, very long. I thought it was cool to, like, see a portrayal of, like, potential events, because I know, I, you know, did some research after, and a lot of the stuff after, uh, a lot of stuff that he said was, or sorry, a lot of stuff that was portrayed as, like, what... What's his name? The Irishman, what's his name? Again? Oh, Frank Sheeran. Frank Sheeran said he did. Bobby De Niro. Yes. Yeah, Bobby De Niro. Uh, a lot of the stuff he's, <laughs> that, he, that, they, that he said or claimed that he did. And it was a portrayal of those events, which I thought was cool to like just kind of make it, I guess, semi-fictional. I, I don't really know. Right, right, well, the, this is the first film of, like about Jim Hoffa we've gotten. Right, right. And what's interesting is, you know, he recalled all these accounts on his deathbed 
but there are other people that like refute his claims. So still, it's like, oh, who knows? But this is probably the closest we'll ever get to like actually yeah. knowing what happened yeah. to Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. But you liked it for which the most the part. Jimmy Hoffa and the scene in the diner as well. Yes, that's right. Which uh, I think Frank uh-huh. Frank claimed that he's actually the only person that can, like. It's just like a bunch of events that Frank claimed that he was responsible for, as opposed to like what was widely accepted as public uh, right. fact. Right. Oh. Right. Got it. But you enjoyed it, for the most part. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Don't put words in his mouth. (laughs) Okay. Let me take those out. I kind of want them back. Okay. (laughs) No, I enjoyed it, but I just, you know, I I don't think it was a masterpiece. Okay. As some people claimed. Dorothy Atkinson. What did you think of the Irish guy? I have to say, I don't have many thoughts. Okay. I made it through about an hour, which was impressive. And then you fell asleep. And then I fell asleep. Yeah. Stop putting words in people's mouths. I'm sorry. Let them chill. Pipe down. Damn. And then I did not feel the need to rewind, but that was okay. That's a great sign when watching a movie when you miss a bunch of it and you're like, you know what, I don't need to go <laughs> back. Okay. I saw enough. It's yeah. crazy that you saw an hour and a half, experience. and that's still only that's not even half of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a full movie, an so hour and a half. Yeah. You watch an hour and a half yeah. of a movie. I was pretty proud of myself. You like should... made it through. Yeah. That's fair. That's like great. a lot. That's did you lot enjoy what you watched of it? I thought it was entertaining. I was watching with my father, who is a middle-aged white guy Mm -hmm. from Philly. Super excited to see it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it takes place in Philly a lot. That's true. It does, yes. There you go. What was the last thing you saw? Can't remember. Probably Robert De Niro doing something. (laughs) Yeah, if I had to guess. Um, Of the three old titans in the film, who was your favorite performance-wise? De Niro, Pacino... Pesci? Probably De Niro. De Niro, Pacino. De Niro, Pacino. Pesci, De Niro, Pacino. Wait, so who was it? Yeah, who was it? De Niro, but I don't even have an explanation behind why. That's, that's how probably invested I was. Oh, wow. I know that's not very kind, but... She's on the other end of the spectrum. I'm on mm-hmm. the other end of the spectrum Wait, from our say? friend, Sean. Wait, so you didn't think any of them were good? Is that what you said? Sorry. No, I mean, now, they were invested. great, but I wasn't invested. Okay. I tried to be invested at first, and I feel like I couldn't continue to put the energy into it That's that fair. was needed to as even understand as, uh, what was going on. I think everyone liked Pesci, but I actually think Pacino might have been the best one. He was really good. Pacino was He was, good. like, accidentally good. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably the so best... Great. I mean, you know, when you're comparing it to something like Jack and Jill, yes, this seems like a brilliant... <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. That's sad. He was uh, the love interest of the female Adam Sandler. That's thoroughly upsetting. Yeah. Oh, that's really what? weird. Yeah, it's probably one of the worst movies I've ever made. Um, actually, something I wanted to ask, Sean, I'll go back to you for a quick second. Did you, did you see it? Oh, yeah, I do want to see Uncut Gems. Did you see movie. it in cinemas or on Netflix? Netflix. 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 Taylor, we'll come to you. We saw the film together in cinemas. What did you think about it? Why were you guys together? <laughs> we saw it in the Are theater. we getting a peek behind the curtain? <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. That's no. not what this was supposed Am to be Am I about. sensing some nepotism in this <laughs> uh, in this year? Oh. Apartment in we this sat podcast? separately. In this year pod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sat separately and shared a glass of wine. Um, what did you think of The Irishman? I liked it overall. I think that seeing it in the theater was a different experience than yeah. watching it at home. I think I, if I was watching it at home, I would have had the urge to walk away, maybe at some parts and pause it and continue yeah. later. But <clears throat> having to sit there the whole time and watch it was good. Um, I think it will. You be... you you got up and went to the bathroom at one point. I did. Was that well, out of necessity? Was that out of necessity, or you just wanted out to of leave? Necessity. <laughs> it was like ten thirty at night. 
But I think it it will age better than it was as impactful as it was like now. Do you think it will age better than Joe Pesci? No. <laughs> they should release like a non-director's cut. That's like six hours long. <laughs> no, no, no. A non-director's cut. That's like oh, two hours edited. Right, right. Yeah. Way more like palatable. The, uh, Undirector's cut. Like what the studio would have released if like a studio were attached. Right. If exactly. like this were made by like uh, if somebody like, died while they were making like it, they were okay, or something. Lived through it. Like everyone wants that Snyder cut from the Justice League. Yeah. Like everybody wants that. Yeah. I kind of want it. Black Black Superman suit, man. That was cool. What? Yeah, look it up. Okay. okay. Raph. Yo, what's up, dude? How you doing, dude? I'm good, man. How are yeah. you? This episode is brought to you by White Claw. Absolutely. Our microphone is sitting on three White Claws right now to accommodate the mass people that are speaking yeah. in this special edition of our yeah, podcast. We got a lot of people... Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Crack crack open that cold one, brother. We got a lot of people stuffed into the now. studio right now. Yeah. It's good. Our it's living great. room. <laughs> studio. Yeah. The stu- Raph, where did you see The Irishman? On Netflix or in the theater? Uh, I watched it on Netflix at home in like three different sittings. Great. Uh, over the course of how many See, days? Like the over the course, over the course of two days, I watched it at home uh, between my couch and my bed, uh, three separate sittings, which I feel like is the way that Martin Scorsese wants all of his movies to be watched. <laughs> you took that joke right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's also I'm like we're not the first people to make that. No, joke. we're not. But um, honestly, like for a movie like this, like I don't think it takes away um, from like the entire experience to watch it in that way in like a few different sittings um some would argue that it's better to watch it that way i don't really like have strong feelings either way um i can't really do like a long sitting in theaters because i have, I have back problems mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um you should probably get that check yeah if i don't have like icy hot and patches or something then like it's tough for me to sit in a movie theater for more than like two hours mm-hmm. um so i feel like that like would have taken away from my viewing experience and like by the end of the movie i would have been like all right, Marty, just fucking wrap it up already. Like, <laughs> it's already been two and a half hours. It's like, we my, know Hoffa's gonna die. Let's get like, to it. Like, my back hurts. Like, my bladder's full of piss. Like, just fucking let What else would it be full of? Let's get there. There are a lot of people club? that probably... I actually didn't know they never found his body. Oh, yeah, no. That's, like, the thing with Hoffa. Like, if you ask well, people, yeah, like... Now I know. In, like, our age group, like, oh, do you know who Jimmy Hoffa is? Uh, most of us would be like, yeah, he's the guy who disappeared. Yeah. But, um, and, like, obviously, like, this is something that they go into in the movie that, like... You know, Jimmy Hoffa for people of a certain age was more than just like the dude who disappeared, whose like body we couldn't find. Like he was, uh, he was like the head of the Teamsters Union. He was mm-hmm. like one of the most like popular people in America, which is like why his disappearance was like that much more, I guess, important or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool. I you know I, I like Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't really have strong feelings about this movie either way. Um, I think it was good. Definitely not a masterpiece. Um, but another solid outing from from Martin. Yes. I, Which I leaves think. us with you, Michael. Yes. Um, well, I will start out by saying that I, I don't think it is a masterpiece either. What surprised me about it was that it is a way quieter, more somber film and way more reflective, I think, than anything else he's ever done. I was surprised at how sad... The movie was particularly the like last chunk of it, which yeah. Taylor, I know you uh, agree with me on. There's just just jump right into spoilers. Uh, uh, Jimmy Hoffa dies, and um, Frank Sheeran is basically ostracized by his family, and as a result of this, like all of his cohorts and you know 
in the mob die off and he's the last one alive and he has no family and it's basically you realize that this entire lens that you've been watching this film through is his recollection of the events and that's all he has and he is left alone with this and has nobody except for like a priest who's like are you do you not repent for your actions uh, Mr. Sheeran and he's like no I really don't feel bad yeah who was who he talking to uh, they never, they never, I, I think it's implied that it's the priest. Oh, okay. Um, but they don't, cause he's like talking to the camera. There are a few shots of him when he's like in the wheelchair in the old folks home where it's almost as if it's like a documentary mm-hmm. style. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little weird. Um, I kind of like I, that. It's a little fourth wally breaking. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, but that's the thing. Tight. It's like, it felt like. It's a movie making term for, uh, for those of you in the, in the yeah. room who you, aren't. You, you laymans know. and laywomans. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're gonna uh, throw around a lot of like you know like uh, like high level movie movie terms and phrases. So if you ever get confused yeah, throughout the course us. of this chat, just stop us yeah, and stop we'll, us uh, we'll try to explain it for you. We'll guys. go on on uh, yeah. So kind. On Wikipedia, and there'll be a paragraph that we can yeah. explain. Well, um, all of that said, I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite film of his. It was definitely way too long. Um, I think the third act could have been tidied up a little bit, and it could have moved a little quicker. It was funnier. Than I expected, um, but like not like oh like ah oh, that's a joke humor. It's just like oh these are just like human beings with a sense of humor, which I thought he captured pretty well. Um, I thought that De Niro was good, but was fairly overshadowed by both Pesci and Pacino. Interesting. Um, also, the supporting cast. I disagree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll get to that. The supporting cast um, was highly underutilized. I feel. Like, you have Harvey Keitel in this movie, and he has, like, one scene. You have Bobby Cannavale in this movie. He has, like, one scene. You have Anna Packin in this movie, and she has one line. Yeah, but it's, um, like, it's a pretty important line. Yes, that's true. Sebastian Manifalco had more lines than most of That's right. People. Sebastian Manifalco was in it, and he was hilarious. Was Get the fuck out of here! He's the comedian. He plays, like, the other boss, right? So the one that yeah. gets killed in the diner? Yes. Yes. What, yes. Was his, what was his... He, like, insulted Pesci. No, what was his, like, gangster name? Oh, uh, Sebastian um, Manifalco. <laughs> yeah. Um, skinny Sal. Oh no, isn't there a skinny in this? No, Sally Bunch. Skinny Razor. Skinny Being Razor. The, the other whispers. Movie, yeah, I was like, I was a bad guy. I was like, we this saw him a as a comedian. The other whispers. Yeah. Um, I I saw it in cinemas with Taylor, and then meta. I actually really liked that joke because it was meta and like it was like making fun of itself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then I watched it again on Netflix, and I have to say, uh, I think the. Uh, preferred viewing experience is obviously in the theater and I think watching it on Netflix really takes away from the film which I mean you know you could say that probably about most things but particularly this anyways I liked it I didn't love it I thought it was good I thought it was uh, an interesting look into the dying age of the old gangster pretty much it or like the film like the genre right almost. I mean you're never going to get these guys together in a, in a, in a movie again right. like to have Pesci, Pacino and, and De Niro it's a little bit directly. of a swan song it is a swan song yes yeah. which is what I, t- I like the ending the most too actually the, yes I thought the ending was very powerful that last image Taylor I believe of very, him in very the room stuck the with room. you yeah him in the room by himself I will say though in terms of like like Scorsese movies that um, that show like you know, like, the allure of, like, being a gangster, like, doing, like, naughty things in life. Um, <laughs> I just, like, like, it's hard to watch this movie and not think of Goodfellas, uh, but it's, like, a very right. different movie from Goodfellas, but I feel like he already did this with Goodfellas, where it's, like, he shows you the life of a gangster, and then, like, shows you, like, at the end, like, it's never worth it, 
Um, I, like for me, like Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I feel like Goodfellas did a better job with that. Um, so I kind of just like was hoping that the Irishman would stay away from that whole like message of like yeah like it might be cool to you know be a gangster for a couple of years but then like it all catches up with you in the end and like it's all it, like it always ends up pretty bad and you have to go into witness protection or like you're an old sad man at a retirement home talking mm-hmm. to a priest and you have no one for Christmas Eve or like to hang out with on Christmas um so I just like didn't like need like that again from Marty um but you know otherwise um I thought like the movie was kind of exploring some interesting, uh, well, th- thematical elements. It's so weird because it's literally a three-hour build-up to this moment that you're waiting for. You're just like, okay, what the Hoffa murder? Hoffa's gonna die, and we're building towards that. And he takes his sweet ass time. I mean, the Hoffa murder scene is done so abrupt and just happened, and I like that. Right. Almost. Oh, but I love like the whole build-up to it, where, like where they're like they're in the and car they make his and like son-in-law pick him up. Yeah. Or his well, adopted son. His adopted son. Jesse Plemons, who's yeah. an absolute gem. Uh, yeah. Sweet guy. I don't really care about Jesse Plemons. Okay. What do you mean, sweet guy? He's a very nice guy. How would you is, that, is, is this how we're segueing into it? Uh, that well, was pretty I'm smooth. Not, not sure what we're segueing into here. That was pretty smooth. Uh, you see what I did there? I mean, tell us. Why is Jesse. Um, like, why are you saying that Jesse Plummer is a sweet guy? I had the pleasure of being cast in the film, and uh, I had a couple of lines in it that ended up not being in the film. And if you pause the movie at a very specific timestamp, you You're will see. The top of my head. <laughs> no, the whole, you're the whole screen, man. Am I the whole screen? Your whole head the is on the whole screen. Yeah. And then yeah. that side shot. But there's yeah, a... that's right. I'm playing Jimmy Hoffa in this movie. Yeah. There's <laughs> a shot. Yes. Spoilers. Our good friend Michael kills Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I play Jimmy Hoffa and I kill myself. The yeah. twist is that it's a suicide. Yeah. Yeah. And that right. you are Pacino. I heard you paint yeah. houses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I also do lawn maintenance. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I do my own carpentry. Carpentry, too. Yeah, Yeah. so, Uh uh, besides all that... Yeah, okay. Tell us, uh... Uh, What was it like to be directed by Martin Scorsese? I played a photographer uh, in the Philadelphia party scene um, where uh, uh, Pesci is essentially telling De Niro that you gotta do something about him. You know, Pesci doesn't sound like that. But... uh, (laughs) But anyways, I, you know, it was just, it was cool. I had two lines, but I was on set for like two weeks. I was preposterous. I got to just walk around and like I was hanging out with Jesse Plemons, Anna Packin. Uh, I, as close to you as I am now, I was that close to Martin Scorsese, uh, and, uh, Bob De Niro, and uh, Billy Buffalino. And, and uh, oh yes, and Ray Romano. We played Heads Up together on my phone. <laughs> a, a, running, a, running, a running joke uh, for us with Michael and, you know, friends of Michael who have who have seen the movie so that Scorsese you know obviously had the audacity to make a three and a half hour movie um and leave in like a lot of shit that could have been cut yeah like you a lot cut, cut De Niro from the movie you could <laughs> there I mean there there are a lot of scenes that you know maybe you know go on for a little bit too long or you know don't necessarily like they're just not needed uh but the one thing that that we all saw that was cut is is poor Michael's line? Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, but uh, you still get so many angles every, on your face. There are so many shots that just like hang for like so so long, like like ten seconds too long. And the only like quick editing that Scorsese did 
was around the cameraman, that casino <laughs> cameraman, yeah. who is it's almost this lovely man sitting right next to me. It's him. almost as if I was inconsequential to the uh, end product of the film and I didn't need to be there to begin with. It's not what the checks say. That's least, not, that's true. That's not what the checks say. Those union checks say. Yeah, I'm still waiting for those to clear, let me tell you. It's not what the credits say either. No, it's not. Yeah, you'll see there. Uh, photographer, Michael Romeo Rogo. I think it's casino photographer. Uh, it is on IMDb, and the actual credits, I think it's just photographer. Um, is there a reason why you chose your SAG name to be Michael Romeo Rogo? Because uh, there already is a Michael Rogo, and he's a Canadian bass player. That's a good idea. Interesting. That's and you can't idea. have uh, you can't have two people in, in SAG with the same name. Right? No, you cannot. That's why Samuel L. Jackson is Samuel L. Jackson and not Samuel Jackson, because there's already a Samuel Jackson. Oh. Is there a Sam Jackson? Uh, there might be. I'm not sure. Is that why people make up a lot of stage names? That's correct. That's exactly why. Although uh, Zandaya, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I think that's just her given name. That's just her given name. Yeah. <laughs> It's just an exotic name. You just dropped the last name. Going back yeah. to your experience, um, just like being part of this movie. Yeah. Like, one, like this is like a, a, a huge deal for for anyone. You know. Oh, it was a huge. Be... It was a huge deal for Martin Scorsese to have me in his film. <laughs> You're a jackass. <laughs> it's a huge deal for anyone. You know, to 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 get that call. Like, hey. You're gonna be like you're gonna be in a scene in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yes. Like, can you just like walk us through like the auditioning process, like what it was like when you got the call, like what you were told, you know, your your scene was gonna be like. Um, I guess like if you if you were told like, hey, like man, like you're gonna be like on screen with fucking Bobby De Niro and Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and Mike well, Rocco. I got. <laughs> I got the call from my agent, and she was like, congratulations, you got cast. I said, thank you. And she said, okay, bye. And then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, I was cast far in advance, so like I was just sort of sitting around waiting, and then they're like, okay, we're going to need you on set. And so I showed up. We filmed up in Harlem um, at this club, um, and it was an interesting experience because, like I said, I only had like one or two lines, um, but they wanted me in all the background shots, just like walking around, being a photographer, taking photos of the party. I don't really know if much of that made it into the film. I actually noticed you in, in, in the did back. You? And, did you? Yeah. You nice. were kind of just like, just walking around like a doofus. Yes. That's, yeah. I do that often. Um, <laughs> that was so direction. <laughs> it, it was amazing because, because like most of the time, like, you know, you have to be on set because like okay we need you in the background of this but like it takes forever for them to set up shots so I'm literally just sitting in the green room with like Anna Packin and Ray Romano just hanging out uh, playing heads up so that's really the, the primary part of the, of the did experience did you have to teach them how to play heads up? I did Ray, Ray Romano uh, uh, didn't know how to play and I was like Ray you have to put it uh, on top of your on top of your head uh, and you have to guess the clues my brother's tall <laughs> right. how hilarious would it have been if you got like Everybody loves Raymond on the card. Mm. <laughs> like Ray Romano. Actually, we did. Really? I'm not kidding. We did. Uh, and one of the other actresses, Ray was like, what's the clue? And she pointed. She was like, it's yo! <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a Yeah, it was, was really funny. Um, 
Was Anna Packin as silent in real life as she was on screen? No, she was lovely, actually. She and I are Instagram buddies. We uh, we message each other sometime. Yeah? Yeah, I say, hey, Anna, how are you? She goes, I'm good. How are you? I say, I'm good. And then that cycle repeats every six or months or so. <laughs> Do you ask her about, like, any roles or anything? No, or like, not really. No, no, no. Do you guys plan on acting together again? I don't think she's, that thought has ever crossed her mind. <laughs> Next time that cycle happens and she says, how, how are you? You just say jobless and then... Oh, great. Well, the last Let's time, get her on an episode. The last time we spoke, I think, was last year, and, she, and it was like in the middle of the winter. She said, how are you doing? And I was like, uh, 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 grappling with uh, um, existential mortality <laughs> crisis. And she was like, okay, don't kill yourself. <laughs> Lovely. Wise words from Anna Pack. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, truthfully, it was. It was an amazing experience. Um, I was extremely nervous. Uh, I had a panic attack on set. Really? Really. I did, yes, because... Uh, Marty didn't like my line and was like, I didn't like what I wrote. Just like make a lineup. So I would like make, I would had to like improv and he was like, I don't like that either. Do something else. And so he like just kept giving me notes and I was like, why am I getting more notes than De Niro and Pacino who are standing opposite me? And then Bobby D goes, uh, Mike, Mike, when you, uh, when you, when you're talking to us, uh, this is De Niro Niro talking to me. Uh, he goes, uh, you know. He's, he's, when, when you're like asking us to pose for the, the, the photo, like, call, call us by our names, like our, our character names. I said, yes, I, I got that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so Marty goes, action. And I'm like, Frank, Jimmy, you guys look great. Take a photo. I hear, cut. <laughs> and I see Marty go, Mike. Uh, Wait, who did he see? Who did he he like his that? assistant or something. Mike. Uh, you don't know them. Don't call them by their names. <laughs> I was like, oh, like ba 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 and and De Niro's looking at me as if it was like my fault and my idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like like in that situation, well, like, do you turn to Marty Scorsese? Continuity. And you're like, it was his fucking idea. <laughs> no, no, but Marty, but Marty, you don't understand. It was it was Bob De Niro who told me to do this. Yeah, I was gonna throw Bob under the bus. Oh, yeah. So when you told me you told me uh, a condensed version of a story, you just said that one guy was telling you to do one thing, and Marty yes. Scorsese was telling you to do yes, the other. That's correct. The other guy. The other guy was Robert De Niro. <laughs> That's correct. Um, and uh, so I like I improv another one online. I was like, oh, you, that's I was like, that's great. Look, look, look at the camera again. That's fantastic. I said something like that. And Pacino improvising this scene. He's like, what the hell do you think I'm doing? I've been looking at the camera since you started taking photos. And it made me laugh. And Marty goes, cut. And like we finished the scene. And Al Pacino was walking past me. And he pat me on the shoulder. He was like, that was a great laugh. I hope they got that on camera. <laughs> he said, and they didn't. Uh, get it on camera. <laughs> not, not in the movie. Um, that's incredible though yeah but I, you know I love Al he's, he's a very senile guy these days though and there's a scene in the office where I he, love like, Al I do he's a nice guy, this uh, guy. He, he, it's like he's like very like can't find the words to say he's like yelling at like his, his team that's like not in the script he just the poor guy just can't remember his, <laughs> his <laughs> oh yeah actually is that when he's like at his desk yes right and he's like got he's his like, hands I'm, on his desk well, he just doesn't what, tell them what I asked you when he was talking at the very beginning what did, what did you ask me? I said, what's that accent he's doing? And you said, he's just senile. He's just senile, that's correct. <laughs> he's not doing it. Because it almost sounded like he was trying to do a very specific... Hey, Frank Sheeran. Maybe this Southern. <laughs> maybe something else. Yeah. And you were like, no, that's just him trying to talk. Yeah. Yeah. This is way more interesting than talking about the actual movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me move this up. Oh, okay. Maybe we should do this. I'll be in more... Let me, let me tell my agent to get me in more yeah. movies so our podcast can be more can you do more movies? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Marty. 
I know it didn't really work out the first time, but yeah. I need more content for my podcast. So if you could just <laughs> if you could just like throw me in more movies and then maybe like kinda edit me out, like that'd be great. Give me a bone, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a bone, Martin. <laughs> so who, another story. Who, who looked the worst? Who looked the worst? I'm like, not sure if that's something I want to say. <laughs> What's amazing is the movie spans the uh, the movie spans like a seventy year period, so obviously all these actors are like their younger selves at some point. The technology to like de-age them, they yeah. actually did live. So like they have like white like markers on their suits and their faces to like change their posture like, and like de-age them. Yeah. Uh, um, and they like had this big mirror ball that they had in front of the camera uh, to like set the camera up so they'd be like, okay, this will be a CGI'd actor uh, mm. right here. Which is very cool. cool to like actually see how that worked yeah, uh, on that set. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What did you guys think of the de-aging? Ah, uh, some of it guess. was some of it was better than others. Some moments were better than others. Like when he's like world in World War Two and supposed to be like eighteen years old. I was like, yeah, that's a forty year old Robert De Niro. I, I got know. the impression from the movie that they were gonna have more scenes of him in the war. I thought they were too, but they I'm, probably realized that, that it footage. looked so bad. Yeah, yeah they cut that. And it also like out. I don't think you're really mad. Like, you just need to know that he was in the war. Right, and that's, that's how he learned Italian. Right, that's like right. Yeah, but that's also Yo. where he learned uh, that like the importance of you know just like following orders. You right, know? like right. someone tells right. you to do exactly. something, exactly. you don't really think you know the right and wrong of it, and you, you just do it, and then you kill Jimmy Hoffa because someone <laughs> told you that you needed to do it. Speaking of speaking Italian, can we just say how fucking good that bread and wine looked? They were just dunking bread and wine. It looked delicious. I want it. I want it right now. I'm hungry right now. Taylor Dorothy, what do you guys think of the de aging? I didn't notice it as much until people started talking about it afterwards. I actually thought it was done pretty well. Yeah. Dorothy? Everyone keeps talking about notice. the kicking scene when he kicks the guy. Oh, outside he looks of the so market. old. Oh, dude, the kicking scene. Can Everyone's we talk about upset the kicking scene? Because he's kicking like an old man, but he's made to look like a thirty-year-old. That mm. scene was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Why? Tell me. It just it. looked so bad. Like. Uh. It was Listen, weird. He, it was like, oh, he's so much older than he actually looks. Like any, anyone who's like who's who's sitting there and calling this movie a masterpiece, like just like rewatch that scene and tell me that like in any way, shape, or form, like that is well, how did a good catch that? that is a good piece of movie making. Like you can't convince me that that is a good piece of movie making. Like you have this like weird like this weird like wide shot of him like dragging the dude out, and it's like clearly like. Like, his face looks younger. You, like, that de-aging process was good. But, like, it never occurred to anyone, like, on set, like, maybe we shouldn't have, like, 70-year-old Robert De Niro, like, kicking this dude looking like a 70-year-old. Right. Like, maybe we should just, like, CGI his his young man face onto an actual young person's body. Right. Who, like, who face, can kick, like, well. who can, like, kick like a young person. It just, it looked, like... Like, that's a moment where it, like, takes you out of the movie. And, like, for the most part, like, the de-aging was done in a really good way where you weren't, like, taken out of it. And you're like, wait, no, I'm watching an old man who's supposed to be a young man. Yeah. Like, in that moment. And then, like, the other scene where he's, like, where he's throwing the guns away into the river. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, throwing it from his... I'm, I'm like, doing the motion, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can't see it. But he's, like, throwing the guns from his hip and he's, like... Eh! <laughs> and it, like, barely splashes into right. the water. Like, like you a can grandpa tell, would like, play with a yeah. grandpa. Or, like, yeah. a, and when he's, like, stepping on the rocks. And like, he's, like, throw again? And he's, like... <laughs> it, was like it was, like, two feet into the water. Like, like yeah. in that mo- in those that moments, you can... I feel like I realized it, but during, I didn't, I didn't, didn't bother me at all. Great. I'm also probably the least critical person here. 
That's true. You like the Mandalorian, so. But now that you're saying that, I, I do, I do realize exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rewatch it. I also like the argument for against, like, against de aging in general. Like in uh, Doctor Sleep, they portray. Oh right. Uh, Jack and. I didn't Wendy. know that. What big fucking spoiler, dude? Well, I haven't seen the movie. It's called Flashbacks. Dude. Jesus, how the hell did we Christ. get on Doctor Sleep? And <sighs> that he used new actors for that, as opposed to just de aging them, which a lot of people applauded. Well, I'm um, sure if they could have gotten Jack Nicholson, they would have. You don't think he's, they could have? Reti- no, he's retired. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't make oh. movies anymore. Actors do that? Retire, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't um, know, man. Anyways, final thoughts. Would you recommend the movie to someone with an attention yeah. span? I mean, I feel like it's one of those things you like, you got to watch once. Yeah. I think everybody should see it, but no rush. That's good. Yeah, I feel similarly. It'll Raft still or... be the round. Yeah, right. It's not going anywhere. Dorothy? Sorry, I fell asleep in the middle of the episode. <laughs> just oh, like, just in like the movie. The movie. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Raph? Would I recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Martin is, is you know, one of the best filmmakers of all time. He's rarely going to put out a movie that's bad. Like, it's a good movie. Um, I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think we all need to pump the brakes a little bit on throwing around the M word a little too loosely. What? Marty? Yeah. Uh, movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 worth a, it's worth a watch. It's worth rewatching. It's worth uh, it's worth discussions, you know, with friends and family and and coworkers and shit like that. I don't fucking know. Whatever, watch it or don't watch it. There you go, The Irishman. Watch it or don't watch it. It's on Netflix, so you probably get it for free because it's not your account and you're freeloading. Watch it else. in between episodes of The Office on the ne- on on the Netflix machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Say bye. bye. Say bye. Guys, thanks for coming. Thanks yes. for joining us. This was, yeah. this was uh, enlightening. We'll do this more often. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah, when The Irishman 2 comes out. Or no, the prequel, The Irish Boy, comes out. We'll do a <laughs> It's Robert De Niro DH. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just his 40-year-old face CGI'd into a little... Onto hey, a little mom, boy. I'm eight. <laughs>